Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see your locally owned and operated Linton Glass for all your glass needs. No matter what glass you need to replace, you can count on Linton Glass. Call us today at 601-835-4336 or find us on the web at lintonglass.com. You're listening to the Rebel Report Podcast, where it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Michael Borky. That's right. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that you are with me. And as promised, here are the interviews with the three players that Ole Miss brought to SEC Media Days. They're a few days late. Uh, Story time. Here's why. So, uh, got back Thursday night, recorded an episode with you. I'll give my thoughts on Lane Kiffin and uh, and whatnot, and then woke up Friday feeling uh, you know a little tired, no big deal, and you know did the show, all that, all good. Woke up Saturday morning feeling like absolute death. Just I, I have been uh, completely knocked on my you know what uh, since Saturday morning. It, it has been brutal. I feel uh, still uh, to this moment like absolute garbage. Uh, I, I want to just run my head through a, a brick wall. Um, and I don't even think that would hurt. That's how bad I feel. But but I needed to bring you guys the uh, the interviews and uh, because I promised you uh, that I would. So uh, here is that episode. Just a few days late. Please uh, please forgive me for, uh, for that. But um, the calendar is uh, getting close to... Uh, flipping to August, and when it does, there will be uh, multiple live streams a week that, of course, I will put right here in this feed. If you don't join them live, you'll still get those. And basically daily uploads uh, on this feed. It's not going to be just three days a week or three episodes a week. It'll be more than that. Uh, so I'm excited to bring that to you uh, more in depth, uh, just more, more of me. I don't know if any of you are asking for that, but you're going to get it anyway. Uh, more of me. Um it's to come August when the when the calendar turns to August. Forgive me, I'm so spacey and foggy that I can't even think straight. But um, yeah, so be on the lookout for uh, for that. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen the news uh, this weekend that um, uh, former Ole Miss defensive tackle Katie Hill w- was involved in a pretty tragic uh, car accident. Now, now he he survived that accident, but. Um, as a result of that car accident, his uh, playing career has uh, has come to an end. Uh, I know he was invited to uh, to Jets camp, um, and again, football is uh, is not in his future uh, any longer. Um, Katie Hill was uh, one of those players, and he still is, of course. It just when he was at Ole Miss, he was one of those players that that you wish that your entire roster was filled with. Um, hard worker and quality football player, but more importantly, just an outstanding uh, individual off the field, uh, heavily involved in so much uh, around town. He really um, used his platform and and everything that that came with it uh, for good. Uh, really, just and now that this accident has happened, you you've seen and, and heard more stories about how he spent his time in Oxford, and he did that by being just an outstanding individual on top of being a quality football player uh, for uh, for Ole Miss. Uh, a lot of people are sharing 
again, the uh, the Chucky Mullins video when he called his mom after he found out he got to wear 38 last year. Um, that That is a, a perfect encapsulation of apparently how he lived his life daily. Just a, an outstanding, again, an outstanding person. So uh, there is a GoFundMe out there. Apparently it has been verified because uh, sometimes, uh, unfortunately, in life or, or in society, whatever, um, um, people take advantage of uh, things like this. Um, that th- there is anyway. Don't don't be afraid of a scam here. That there is a uh, there's a connection, and that the the money will go to him if if you're so inclined. So, um, yeah, it's uh, of course uh, lift up a prayer to him. Uh, because because he needs it right now, um, but uh, based on my limited knowledge personally uh, with him, and then what everybody else has shared, um, he is going to be a massive success uh, in whatever he chooses to to do in life. Even though football is is no longer a thing for him, uh, he will be wildly successful in whatever he chooses uh, to do from here. So, um, sadly, he's got um, a huge uphill climb ahead of him. Um, but your prayers and support, I'm sure, will help. But again, he's uh, apparently he's in he's in good spirits, and um, yeah, you just you, you hate. This is so stupid to say. You hate to see things like that happen to good people. Of course you do, but um, people like him don't deserve uh, what happened to him. But because he is the person that he is. This will just be a bump in the road on a long journey of a very successful life that he will have. So again, lift one up for him because he he needs it, he deserves it, and one of those people that represented your school as well as a human possibly could do. He is he's one of the best. So thinking about Katie Hill a lot this weekend, and will continue to do so moving forward. Yeah, there's no easy way to transition uh, away from that. So I will tell you that the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online, absms.com. That's the website. If you're in the market for office technology, anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage and data security, whatever it is, if it's tech, if it's in the office and your business needs it and you're located anywhere in Mississippi, absms.com. That's the website. Tell them I sent you to get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you on me. It's absms.com. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. They've got 16 locations scattered across the state, so they've got one near you. Uh, of course, they have online banking like everybody does, but theirs is a little bit different. You don't need multiple apps like I needed with my previous bank to do everything you needed to do with your money just an internet connection is all you need. And, of course, they have loan servicing options. Um, but it's somebody that you sit down with face-to-face. You don't have to get on the phone or, or get on Zoom to talk to somebody that's out of the area or out of out of the state. It's somebody that you sit down with face-to-face and uh, secure whatever kind of loan that you need. With Priority One Bank, they make you their priority. So full disclosure here, um, I am I am not – proud of of how I did these interviews truthfully I, I was kicking myself the whole ride home um, just very disappointed in myself I, I asked poor questions um, anyway I, I'm, I'm very disappointed w- with how these went I do not like uh, how I interview uh, 
very much at all, quite frankly. Uh, and I'm really disappointed with how these went. Luckily for you, um, Ole Miss brought three pretty awesome guys. I mean, Quinshawn Judkins is as, um, he's so interesting and charismatic uh, on top of being a hell of a football player. Um, and Cedric Johnson, uh, he's he's made these rounds before, and, and he's just, uh, for, for being a, a giant quarterback menace, he, he's just such a nice guy. And DeAndre Prince as well. Um, he, he's bo- both of those guys, uh, all three of those guys, I should say, um, made me look good because I did not do any, myself any favors. I, again, I'm really disappointed with uh, how I asked the questions and stuff and how these interviews went. But they're so good that it made me not look as bad as I think I do. So enjoy them. Enjoy them, not me. Enjoy them. Uh, you'll hear Hey Dad's voice in a couple of these as uh, as well. So uh, I'll, I'll play them in order, in this order, and then that will end the podcast as well. So if there's an abrupt ending, that's why. But it, it'll go Judkins, Johnson, Prince will be the order. Judkins, Johnson, Prince, uh, live uh, from Radio Row at, at SEC Media Days. So thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you again the second I stop feeling like absolute garbage. Uh, I'll see you guys on the next one. Here's Quinshawn, Cedric, and DeAndre. Production, we're going to give one anyway. Quinshawn Judkins, the uh, leading rusher in the SEC last year, this time last year. Did you expect for somebody to be able to say that about you? Definitely. You did. You had that kind of, even the with confidence. Zach Evans there, you thought that, hey, this is going to be my, it's my ball. It's, it's my game. Yeah, man. Awesome. Awesome. So, actually, can I start here with something not football-related? I've heard that you're a skateboarder. Is that true? It's true. Do you think skateboarding – so you did it for years, right? Yeah, I've been skateboarding since I was, like, seven. Did you make, like, uh, like the, the tapes and stuff where you would have cameras and, and edit all that? Did you do all that? Yeah, I have an old Instagram, but nobody's found it yet. So instead of football highlights, we need to look for your skateboarding highlights. Were you good? Yeah, I was really good. Like, do you still do it? No, I don't do it anymore. That nah, feels like I'm, a broken ankle waiting to happen. Right, if I don't. You did that, yeah. You get too many bruises. Coach Kiffin like, would be like, "Hey, you know what? No." Could no. you imagine if we told Lane Kiffin that you're riding around campus on a skateboard? What he would, he think would about probably that? call me so fast, dude. It would make no <laughs> sense. <laughs> so, do you think? Kind of a goofy question. Do you think that has helped you with football? I think so. Honestly, I think it's helped me tremendously with my balance and just the will to complete something and be better. I think it's, it actually has helped. Well, if you're going to get better, that's going to be a scary proposition for SEC defenses uh, this this upcoming season. What, the thing with, with Ole Miss, I think people have a misconception in that Lane Kiffin, they think it's flashy, they think Ole Miss is throwing the ball over the place. This is a smash-mouth, run-based offense. Coach Kiffin's personality, you'd think he'd be more of a throwing guy. What is it about him that he likes to run the football so much? You know, it's just it's kind of weird because – People know what we're going to do before we play them, and we still do it as far as you know we're going to run the ball, and we're still going to run the ball. So it's not hard to figure out what we're going to do. And then a lot of people expect him because what he's done at his past school was throwing the ball and that he will throw the ball more, but he's really not. He's a run-the-ball guy. So last year, Ole Miss had an incredible duo with you and Zach Evans. You well over 1,000 yards. Zach almost got there. Who can be that number two guy? Who's But this this year – you're coming to the season as the Zach Evans guy. You're like, that's the guy everybody's looking at. Right. Who's the other guy? You know, we have a great running back room. Uh, we have Ulysses Bentley. We've got Matt Jones. We've got Kendrick Riscano. We've got a lot of people in the room. So 
this fall camp. I'm excited oh. to see those guys compete. Oh, oh he did camp. it. He did it. We are well, not starting a fall camp. It is not fall. It's 100 no degrees fall. out. It's preseason <laughs> camp. It's all got you. Help so preseason. Okay. Winshawn, now a member of the No Fall Camp Collective. Got you. So uh, what is the one thing that, that you've spent the offseason working on the most? I think as far as just running routes uh, as a receiver, not just only as a running back and just getting more knowledge about the passing game and protection as well, as far as just knowing what everybody else is doing as well. So I think that's, that's probably and something you did I'm did a little bit a of that in the spring game. Was that kind of a, a sign of things to come that you're going to see more Quinshawn Judkins catching the ball out of the backfield right. and not just you know running guys over and jumping right. them and Ex- all that Exactly, stuff. just expanding my game. So I heard somebody, uh, an SEC Network analyst the other day, say that, that you and Jackson Dart were the most underrated combination, backfield combination in college football. What's the relationship, though, between you and two? Like, personally, not, not football, but you and him, like, as buddies. Right. Me and Jackson hang out all day, every day. Uh, we're not hanging out at least once a week. Something's wrong. So, with that being said, I think he's a great guy. I think uh, he's a great person to be around. Uh, he's there anytime I need him. So, we're just great friends. I want to meet the person who said that y'all were underrated, because I say y'all are probably the second or third best in the nation, maybe yeah. the best in the nation. Okay. So I want to find that person and tell them that they're, they're wrong. <laughs> There's nothing underrated about Jackson Dart yeah. and Quinshawn Juggins. Ole Miss may be a little underrated, though. Right. You know, the way the season finished last year, that's something you want to you flush and go on and move on. You know, how important is it to get off to a great start this season? Definitely important to get off to a great start. You know, we got the hardest schedule in college football this year, so it's definitely important to know to go out there and do the best that we can. You got to play Alabama, you right. play Georgia, got to play LSU. Those are three monster teams, monster exactly. defenses. You had success against Alabama and Georgia last year, though. Right. Can you have more success? That's what you prepare for. That is what you work hard for and expand your game for and build the chemistry with everybody that's around the staff team. Is That's what you work hard to do. We've been talking to Cedric, talk to DeAndre. We'll get to you now. When you're off the field, other than skateboarding, <laughs> what do you like to do? Oh, I really just chill out, dude. I like to hang out, probably play video games, hang out with my teammates. What, what are you Which playing game? right now? Uh, right now, I just play 2K and Madden. Okay. Yeah. C- Cedric was destined. Yeah. So, so you're the sports guy. He, he's out there. Yeah. I'm I can't get anybody to play kind FIFA. Of I can't get anybody to play FIFA. No, FIFA is too boring. I tried it one time, dude. It's so boring. I can't do <laughs> you got to like. You got to like. His heart. You got to yeah. like soccer. I can't. Yeah. To play <laughs> Quinshawn Judkins. Uh, so, bit of a target on your back now. Yeah. You're ready for that. Excited. No, you're not going to surprise anybody this season, in, in a good way, though, because they know what you. Yeah. They, they know what Everybody's you're coming for you now. now, right? Like I said earlier, they know we're going to run the ball. Oh yeah, it's just how you're going to stop, and then you still do it. You yeah. still do it either way. Thank you so much for your time, man. Congrats now, Cedric Johnson sitting with me, veteran, Ole Miss defensive end. And, and let's start with you. First of all, you battled some injuries last year. How you feeling? Hundred percent. I'm feeling great. Feeling, feeling good. Great. Yes, sir. Um, been rehabbing throughout the whole year. I've been a lot better. Um. I'm ready to go, ready to play. Uh, how hard is that uh, for you? I mean, you spend all offseason working, uh, you have a big year, and, and then injuries happen. Uh, is there the – how do you battle that mentally, uh, getting through that? Um, really, it's a, a lot of help came from my coach and the guys around me. They, they, know, they know I'm still a good player. They know um, if it wasn't for these injuries, I would have I did a lot better. And I don't even like to try and blame the injuries. I feel like it was just, it's all on me. Like, I don't, I don't want to try and take – put any blame on those, but really just my guys, them staying around me, staying positive, me trying to stay in a positive headspace and just get through it, you know. 
um, just doing the best I can for the team, playing in those games, just doing what I can. So what is the, the one thing, absent health, of course, that you've spent this offseason working on? What's that one part of your game that you, that you thought, yeah, i got to be a little bit better here? Uh, I really think just honing on my, um, my, run, my run defense. Run defense and really cleaning up my passwords. There's small, small things, small details on finishing my rushes and just finishing at the top of the rushes. So uh, well, let's get into that a little bit. What is that that small detail you're talking about in pass rush? That's, what's that that thing that you've been working on? I believe it's just bursting, bursting off the top of the rush or clearing off the top of the rush and just um, making a cleaner tackle on a quarterback. And, and so you played against a lot of great offensive linemen yes. uh, in your time. Who was the most difficult tackle that you've had to rush the passer against? I probably, I probably, um, no, what was his name? I think Charles Cross, I believe. Okay, Mississippi yeah, State. Mississippi he's, he's State. First gave, round pick, he's with Seattle tough, now. He gave me, a, he gave me a tough. Yeah, you got a smile out of that guy over there. Yeah, by I'm the way. sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's certainly a good one. So, new defensive coordinator Pete Golding. What What is the biggest difference from last year schematically and this year with Pete Golding versus uh, his predecessor? Trying not to go too much into scheme, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's. Um, I feel it's going to be a lot more fun for the D line. Um, okay. We're going to have a lot more fun coming off the edges, coming off in different, all kinds of different ways. Just how we line up, scheme wise. Just it's going to be fun for us. In personality, what's he like? Um, he is he's funny. He's pretty funny. If you don't know, I mean, you probably wouldn't know. He doesn't post like Kiffin on Twitter, but yeah. uh, he's pretty funny. If you didn't know, um, if you didn't like have him. the gray hair, you would think he's like hanging out at Fraternity Row or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he, he's a pretty fun coach. Um, Funny, um, very detailed in particular in the scheme, so I really like him a lot. So when you found out that that he was going to be your next defensive coordinator, did you get excited knowing, I mean, the pedigree of the guys that he has coached that are now in the NFL making all kinds of money, too, there? Definitely. Um, just knowing where he even came from, knowing, seeing the guys that he's coached, he got me excited. I'm like, he could take us to the next level. He could take me to the next level. So I, I got excited. So what are those conversations with you and him personally like when he's talking about, hey, next level stuff? What, what does he tell you? What does he think that you're or, – or do you talk about a professional prospect with your coaches? Does he tell you what kind of pro he thinks you can be? Um, now, we haven't really gone into detail into that, really. You just feel like he, he just believes I can do a lot for the defense this year and be a, be a big key point of it. Do you think about that? Is that hard to stop thinking about, hey, I've got a season here, but if I play well, I get to – Go to the NFL, and is that something that you think about? Um, yes, to say the least. Yes, it's always on my mind. But I try, I try and just stay, stay in the present, stay where my team needs me. You have just a favorite team? NFL team? Yeah, favorite NFL team. <sighs> Not, I say the Vikings. That's what my okay. brother just got to. Yeah, that's the, what my the brother skull. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, we're Saints guys, so now okay. we don't like you. But that, that's I mean, okay. I, I mean, honestly, the Saints would have been my go-to, honestly. Yeah. But just because my brother's there, I just said awesome. like yeah, that's, uh That's really cool. So now that this season's about to be here, football's the focus. But I asked DeAndre the same question. What do you do when you're not football, when you're not working out, when you're not watching film, when you're not at practice? What do you do to, to kill your time otherwise? On the game. On the game, twenty four seven with my friends back at home. If I'm not doing anything, which one? I've been playing Destiny two lately. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not if I'm not doing anything football related, school related, is is Destiny two? Okay. Yeah, I played Destiny. Mm. I was a big Halo guy growing up. Mm. I'm a little bit older than you, but so I played a lot of Halo. And, and honestly, this is embarrassing. I'm, I'm 31 years old and I'm a father. Mm. I still play video games with my friends. That's not embarrassing. My dad, my dad's like 50. 
He's play, he games. Man, he's playing games. Good. See, see I, I don't need to be embarrassed. Yeah, no, saying not I play at all. Video not games. at all. My dad's been playing for years. He put, he got me in a game. We're on Fortnite now, though. And I know uh, that's uh, yeah. See, yeah, and it, the the building, <laughs> yeah, it, it messes with me. Yeah. So your position group yeah. is really new. Yes. But it, it, what's interesting is it's new faces, mm-hmm. but guys that have played a lot of football. Mm-hmm. So. You've played a lot of football yourself. Mm-hmm. Is it different when it's somebody like Stephon Wynn who has played six seasons of college football versus introducing a freshman to the room? Yes. Um, Steph just come in. He he just he knows what the deal is, basically. He's been in the game for a while. He knows what everything is. He knows how how these systems run. He knows what the he knows the system basically. It just but a new guy, he you gotta teach him a little, few more things, a lot more things, honestly. It just Get them along with the ropes. Just show them how we do things. Show them how hard we go. But it's it's a completely different dynamic for sure. Does that not mess with team chemistry? But do you guys find when when portal guys come in that it's a little bit different in terms of how you, the existing players, feel about that? Does that is that an issue or is it easily adaptable for you? Or it's just like recruiting? I feel like it's easily adaptable for me. Um, because you're still bringing in a new guy, but one just has already has college experience. So I feel like it's easier to mesh him within the team than maybe a freshman because we got to teach him everything and how we do things at Ole Miss. Then we got to mesh him into the team, mesh him into the brotherhood. But I feel like with the transfer, it's just we got to get him into the brotherhood. He usually knows how things run. He usually knows how things college works. So it's just a smoother transition, I feel, for a transfer. A lot of things have changed since uh, you've started playing college football. Now you can start making money, and you won't get in trouble for it. Uh, the the transfer portal is just kind of a free for all. But you're a bit of a unicorn. You you didn't go anywhere. It, 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 you've you've been at Ole Miss. Uh, what has this is kind of a bad question? Forgive me, but but why have you uh, decided to stay at Ole Miss the um, whole time and not even entertain that? I personally just haven't had a reason um, or a good reason. I feel like a lot of people. Like not to talk on their situation, but I feel like some of them, most of them have fair, fair good reasons. Some may not, but I feel like a lot of them do have good reasons. Whereas coaching situations, um, maybe depth situations, but I feel like it's been beneficial to those guys. But for me, uh, Ole Miss has been good to me, and I feel like it's just been no reason, no, to, no yeah, reason just, at all. When they're good to you, you're good right back. So uh, I asked a different player this the other day: the most difficult environment in the sec that you've played in I've, I, not best team that you played against i'm talking about stadium environment on the road what was the toughest game you've played in tennessee easily tennessee for that sure that was wild yeah wasn't it? that was crazy the craziest did game you get I've hit been. with anything nah luckily no no but that was for sure easy it's the craziest game loudest game i've been to um throwing stuff on the field i mean it's just a crazy experience on the so going into that did they kind of prepare you guys for uh hey these hundred thousand people hate your coach with a burning passion like you've never seen. Did they kind of prep you for that, or, or were you kind of shocked that these people are throwing stuff at Lake? I didn't, I didn't think I didn't think it was going to get to that point, but like based off Twitter, I was like, okay, they pretty they they hate coaches' guts, but like I didn't think it was going to get to that point. And like we were kind of preparing, like okay, it's going to be loud in the stadium, like having the speakers going during practice, like making crowd noise, but like I didn't think it was going to get that crazy. That was a great game, too. I mean, mean, Matt was exceptional, but defensively, you guys were awesome that night, too. Yes, we had a great game. That was a fun game. Um, What's your favorite game? Favorite win? Favorite win? 
I know a lot of fans that would tell you it's that one. Yeah, that one was pretty crazy. Kentucky last year was crazy. Um, the Egg Bowl 2021? Mm-hmm. That was pretty crazy. In Starkville. Yes. Those, uh, all those games were pretty fun. Those, those are definitely like in my top five. So we asked DeAndre this earlier. It, I know you guys say one week at a time, one week at a time, one week at a time. Do you ever find yourself though looking at the schedule and saying, oh, man, I get to go to Tuscaloosa in week four, and I really want to get those guys this time? Yes. Um, all the time, really. You just look at the schedule and you say, oh, there's going to be a good game, or there's going to be a crazy game. But then I just think, like, okay, I got to be where my feet are. Just taking one day at a time, one team at a time, one practice at a time, you know, just trying to stay where I am. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then Mercer week one, New Orleans in week two. Can you – prepare for heat like that i know you've got training camp coming up and stuff but i i've been talking to friends about that game in particular 230 in new orleans outside i mean you walk out of your hotel room you're going to be sweating mm-hmm. how, how do you, i mean can you prepare for that i mean you can try as hard as you want but i feel like ultimately i don't i personally don't think you can i mean you don't ever you can't really prepare until you're truly out there i mean but by the end it's too late so it's just you either been working preparing yourself for it or trying to prepare for it but i feel like no matter when you get into it there's no there's no true way to be ready for it well congratulations on the success so far and uh and good luck this season man thank you so much and we appreciate you hanging out glad you're with us glad to be here, man. Glad to be here. so when you were told that you were going to do something like this now i know this this event's more about us than it is you guys necessarily you just want to play ball i assume but uh, when your coaches tell you that you're going to be a, a voice and a face of your team doing something like this, how does that make you feel? It made me just a sense of responsibility. You know, I uh, take it take it very seriously. You know, when he want me to uh, voice my use my voice in interviews and in the media, uh, because I feel like he looks at me as a leader, and I like to use my voice more for the defense and for this team. So, so as a leader, uh, as uh, I'm sure has been emphasized uh, the transfer portal is a, is a big thing, especially at a place like Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. And, and your defense has a bunch of new faces on it uh, that are probably going to play uh, a lot for you. As that leader, as a veteran, uh, have you done anything different when those guys come in, join your team late in the process, even after spring? Is there, is there something that you guys do to try to make them like feel welcome in, in your locker room? Um, definitely. I feel like uh, we all like a close-knit defense. So I think on the weekends, you know, even when we work and we talking, you know, we make sure we keep contact. We do little things on the weekend, little activities to, you know, get to know people deeper than, you know, just in workouts or just working together, you know, just having fun together. We make sure that we create that brotherhood and that bond. Awesome. So you, uh, as a player, had a good year last year, but what was the, the thing that this offseason that you yourself wanted to work on the most? What was that area where you thought, nah, I need to improve here? I feel like I could be more consistent. Uh, never, I never want to stop improving. I, I definitely want to get better at, you know, man coverage, zone coverage, whatever I have to get better at uh, to get to the next level. Um, I'm willing to do it. When you look at this uh, this season coming up, you know, obviously last season didn't end the way that you guys wanted it to. You know, what's it going to take this year to get over that hump and, and be consistent the whole year through? I just think you got to take us coming together as a as a full team and being brothers at the end of the day. You know, even though. Uh, we separated up by offense and defense. I feel like it's important for all of us to come together and, you know, just be brothers and and work together. When we work together, we got to make sure that, you know, that we keep our brothers, hold our brothers up to that standard. 
You look at uh, Cedric Johnson here with you today. You know, this Ole Miss defense has some veterans, but as Michael says, it has a lot of new faces. I feel like it's about balance, right? Do you feel like you have the right mix of, of new faces and veteran guys? I definitely feel like we have the right mix. I feel like Coach did a great job of getting those guys out the transfer portal, and those are great guys with great attitudes, and they come in ready to work, and they come in ready to play and ready to dominate. So you, you play in the SEC, obviously, and the, the wide receivers in this league, it's shocking almost how talented they are sometimes. What, who is the most difficult receiver that you've had to cover so far in your career? Uh, I say my receivers simply because Mingo. I had Jonathan Mingo. I had Malik Heath. I had Braylon Sanders. Um, I had some big-name guys. You know, they're doing big things at the next level or going to do big things at the next level. So I say my receivers, they always got me prepared for those SEC receivers because they SEC receivers themselves. So I got my dirt dead at practice majority of the week. So You know that, that's, that's, that's a little bit of a cop-out now. We're, we're going to have to get you on that. <laughs> I was expecting to hear, like, Malik Neighbors or somebody else. But, no, okay, you know what? I'll let you go. We would be remiss. We have to ask about Pete Golden, new defensive coordinator, a guy who's had a, a resume and a track record of huge success over at Alabama. Now he comes to Ole Miss. I mean, his arrival has brought a lot of excitement mm-hmm. to Ole Miss. Talk about him. Tell us about him as a coach. Tell us about him as a guy who you feel can lead this defense and this team uh, to, to bigger heights. Uh, coach Golden, man, that's a great coach. Um, I, he, he always come in with a great attitude. Uh, I feel like he, his defense is very challenging. That's why, you know, it's very difficult for people, for offenses to pick up. So I think he have us thinking on a different type of brain scale. So we got to make sure that we communicate every play. Like, we got to make sure that, we all in the same call and make sure that we handle our business the right way. That's an interesting thought because you think about defense, right? It's a lot of reaction. It's like mm-hmm. just go find the ball, go get the ball. When you say it's complicated, without making it too complicated for me, how is it complicated? Uh, just because we got to make sure everybody's on one accord. That's that's every defense, every great defense. Uh, we got to make sure that you know the linebackers know what to do. The the D line, you know, it's it's important to to have veterans that know opposite positions than their own. So we got to make sure that everything is in line. Have your responsibilities changed in the new defense? Uh, are you doing different things uh, in terms of coverages? Or, or or is it kind of the same responsibility for you as a defensive back in this defense? Uh, I say I'm doing different things. Uh, more zone, more of – I think I did mainly man last year. So I think more zone for me is is an important thing for me to uh, to do this year just to get to the next level. Okay. And, and I, yeah, I'm curious. Football is, is a very important thing in your life, I imagine. Mm-hmm. But you, ha- you have long off-seasons. What do you do when you're not studying film, working out, doing football stuff? What, what does DeAndre Prince like to do when he's not doing football stuff? I'm a family man. I'm, a, I'm family-oriented. So I, uh, I like to go home, uh, be with parents, be with my parents, uh, be with friends, cousins from my hometown. And uh, from Oxford, my hometown, is like 40 minutes. So... And I like to take care of my daughter, man. That's all I like to do. You have a daughter? How old? Yeah, she's one. She's one? Man, you got a long way to go, brother. Yeah. I I got a 17-year-old and a 13-year-old. I'm I'm struggling over here. It's all right. I'm I'm going to get it. You're going to get there one day, I promise you. So, season coming up. You know, you look at at the Ole Miss schedule this year, starting off with Mercer. Trip down to Tulane. That could be an interesting. You talk about uh, one of the top quarterbacks in the country and Michael Pratt. That's a big-time matchup. You pick him off a couple times. Get your season going in a great way. Georgia Tech, a team you guys had a lot of success with last year. Then in week four, you're heading to Alabama mm-hmm. for, for what you know could be a, a massive game for your season. Coach, coaches love to talk about one game at a time. 
players love to talk about one game at a time, but how difficult is it not to look just a little bit ahead to that week four game? I mean, it's it's pretty – it's not really difficult, but I feel like that's just the mindset that that should be at hand uh, one game at a time just because during that week you focus on, you know, that one team that you're facing or, you know, you're focusing on that one that one player that, I, that you got to hold. So I just feel like one game at a time is, is accurate and very – it's good for me. You use the word mindset. We hear the word pro mindset a lot. Mm-hmm. When, when Lane talks, when, when, when Ole Miss people talk, they use that term pro mindset. What is pro mindset? Uh, just carrying yourself like a pro, you know, just making sure you you have no no staggerments in your game or making sure that, you know, you lead the right way every day and you come with that pro mindset every single day. Can't be a different person. Can't, can't let outside things uh, affect you on the field. Training camp's coming up uh, about a week away or so? Yeah, a week or so. Okay. Be honest. Do you like training camp? I didn't at first, but now it's like I love it because actually it, it brings us together and brings us closer because we have to, you know, have those conversations with our teammates. We have to be, you know, close-knit and be together to have to enjoy camp, actually. And, and plus I like to cherish things. It's my last one, so I like to cherish it. So uh, on that note, you, you – I'm sure you considered the NFL uh, mm, after last season. Uh, did you get any kind of feedback uh, from from scouts or, or whatever, w- what your pro prospects might be and, and what they expect out of you this season, that kind of stuff? It, are you thinking about that at all? Uh, I was during the summer. like, Well, still is, but it's just mainly gain, gains of weight. Uh, it was mainly like my weight. So How I was do you trying do that? To get like 190. You just, go, you just go to Southern Coop every day. Yeah. Uh, just, that's kind of hard. <laughs> 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 He's out in Coop every day. It's kind of hard. But uh, so, for somebody like us, gaining weight's really easy to do, mm-hmm. but not the good way. So, so how do how are you doing it? Is it just more I workouts? Handle this, this conversation. Go. It's really like I drink. I try to drink a lot of water. I try to drink maybe two gallons or a gallon of water a day. Two so, gallons, two of, water gallons of water a day. I try. I get the biggest jug in the store, and I just try oh, to man. drink it. All day, like I drink on it all day. So I mean, it's mainly like water weight. But I know when I wake up in the morning and we got to run, you know, do all the runs. I know I'm probably lose maybe two pounds, but I probably gain three pounds off the water. So that's a that's the game for me. And I like to eat probably like four four meals a day. You know what would happen if we ate four meals a day, right? <laughs> what happened? We wouldn't look it like would, you. We wouldn't look like you, John. Right? <laughs> we we got one thing I need from you here. We we mentioned preseason camp a minute. Will you help us? We are on a, a crusade to get people to stop calling it fall camp because mm-hmm. it's not fall. It's all five degrees it's outside. Not fall. It's not fall. Will you help us? Will you become a, a a member of our collective? I definitely can become a member of your all right. collective. The fall, the no fall camp collective. We there's we, nothing. We don't fall have the about. same nil deals the Grove Collective does. I okay, to I I'm sorry, right, but I, I'll take it. All right, well, he's in. He's in. It's mostly just a, a verbal movement and, and not a financial <laughs> it's movement. Not financial. <laughs> But, no, we appreciate you. Season coming up. I, I know you're excited, and we're, uh, we're thankful that you came. In. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.